Hello and welcome to another Matchad podcast with me, Mina, where I invite guests to sit on a yoga mat with me, as it were, and share thoughts on all things well-being. My intention is to leave you feeling uplifted and empowered. If you want to know more about my yoga teaching and my book, then please visit my website, minablair.com. This week, I'm joined on the mat by Reva Myers. We did yoga teacher training together in Bali, and she's now a full-time traveling yoga teacher. So welcome to the mat, Reva Myers. I'm so excited to be talking to you because, of course, you know the yoga mat very well. So although this is a virtual mat, you actually spend a lot of time on the mat. So welcome. Thank you. It's so good to see you. Um, Thank you for inviting me. And of course, you are beaming in from California, and I'm just sitting here looking at all these beautiful palms and sunshine and cacti, and here I am in my woolly jumper. Obviously, the listeners can't see it, but I just wanted, <laughs> to, I just wanted to set the scene. You know, you're, you're sort of a California, and it's all lovely. <laughs> yes, yes, the sun is shining. We've got cactus everywhere. It's just, yeah, really beautiful. This time of year, everything's really green. It hasn't, it's, it's uh, the rainy season, so it's nice. Oh, lovely. And of course, it reminds me, Reva, of how you and I met because we met in another rainy, jungly uh, palm tree place, which was Bali, uh, which mm-hmm. can you believe that's four and a half? Well, it's a little longer now, four and a half years ago that we met there for our teacher training. Isn't it amazing? Oh, yes. Yeah, seems like forever ago. <laughs> also, kind of seems like just like yesterday. You know what I mean? Time is so. Um, interesting, you know, but that was, yeah, definitely an incredible experience. It was. And um, obviously, when I met you there, I knew that you were already a yoga teacher and you were there to sort of uh, expand your your knowledge because you wanted to sort of learn more, I think, to sort of become a bit more advanced in your teaching offering. But even though we spent a month uh, sweating in the jungle together, Eva, I never quite heard your story about how you found the mat in the first place. So why don't we start there? Yeah, um, so I came to yoga. Um, I was in massage school and I took this thousand hour program. It was a year long. And um, I found out that I didn't really want to massage necessarily. It was a lot of like energy giving, but I really truly fell in love with the human body during that time. Um, all, all of like the anatomy and physiology and pathology classes that we took, learning le- like learning all of the systems of the body and how they work together and how um, our organism is like really freaking magical. So um, totally fell in love with the human body and in our fourth quarter, we were asked to do a uh, self-care project. So they asked us to do something that um, we'd never done before that we were going to use as self-care because um, massage is such a giving job that um, they wanted us to be able to, you know, take care of ourselves and uh, replenish our own cup. So I had been, you know, yoga was just starting to get popular And um, I was like, had heard about like hot yoga and a couple of my friends had gone and I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll go try it. And it was really a transformative experience. I, you know, with the heat and with not really knowing how to do the practice, it was my first time. So I didn't know any of the shapes yet. Um, But so there was so much concentration on where I was supposed to put my arms and my legs and what type of breath I should be doing and just trying to like hold it all together because it's like a 
hundred degrees in there. Um, and, uh, it was like the first time in my life I actually felt present. Like I came out of that class and I was like, wow, like for a whole hour, my mind was not like racing and I was able to like really feel that present moment. So I was totally hooked and probably maybe four years into uh, practicing yoga, I wanted to like learn more about it. I had first started it mostly kind of for exercise and, um, you know, doing all the hot yoga and more the more like active practices. Um, so I was a lot more like high energy when I was younger. So that was just kind of like, you know, where it was at for me. I wanted to like work out and exercise and, you know, sweat. Yeah. So I uh, first did a 200 hour teacher training vinyasa and I did that through core power yoga and it was amazing. I learned how to like cue the postures. I learned how to like create flows and sequences, really learned, like kind of scratched the, the surface of like what this humongous practice of yoga really is. And after I think a year and a half after I'd completed my first teacher training, I still wanted to learn more. And so I um, went to Bali where I met you to do that um, 30 day training, which was like amazing. So that was a, a Hatha yoga teacher training, um, which was, uh, you know, our, our teachers, Borkhardt and Kirsten were just really able to, you know, share the light of their own love for the practice. And yeah, I've, I really feel like I got like the whole like spiritual level of it. So so yeah, so that's where I met you and got to spend uh, some really amazing time together. That was so, yeah, just incredible. Wish yeah. we could do it again. <laughs> it, it was transformative. I mean, we were all, all 22 of us, we were on our different journeys, weren't we? And we came together yeah. in that shala. And I, I'd like to say that we all worked through some stuff. <laughs> Oh yeah, there was some tears along with the, with a, with a lot of happiness. So I mean, I think all of us got our chance to cry during that time. So yeah, well, I it said, really brings it out. It really brings it out. It really kind of teaches you that you know the first kind of level of understanding. You know, you're really like starting to get it for the first time, and then once you're like, oh my god, this is like so profound. You know, so it's emotional, but um, it's, it's good. It's really good. And I just love the way that our teachers made that a safe space for us to, to mm -hmm. work all that out. And I'm, you know, there are so many yoga yoga courses out there, and and I'm pretty sure that not not everybody offers that level of holding and safety. So you then left, and I went to England, and you went back to America, and then I started seeing you on Facebook, and you decided then to build up a business that way didn't you Reva? Yeah well so um, I was teaching at a yoga studio in Seattle uh, called the Sweatbox. that was the place that I took my very first yoga class ever and I ended up um, teaching there and you know that community we were um, very close for like you know the studio's been around for like 20 years so lots of like really tight-knit um, it's a smaller studio but um, yeah so I was teaching there and since I had gotten that Facebook account I was starting to like promote my classes online. So I hadn't quite really figured out how to teach online yet, but I was um, starting to use social media to promote my classes. Um, and then there'd be some events like my partner, uh, Michael and I, we have like a DJ yoga class that we do together. Um, and sometimes we get to present at different like festivals and gatherings. And so um, I would use my social media like to promote that. And it was just kind of like baby steps, you know what I mean? Like I had no idea really 
what I was doing online, but I was like, okay, you know what I mean? Like, this is kind of like where everyone is, is online. So I got to get with the program. Um, and then, you know, when the pandemic happened, that's when I actually switched to teaching online because the yoga studio I taught at needed to close. Yeah. So learned about Zoom, learned about um, using Facebook Live and was able to start to teach online. And I'm still doing like four classes a week online. So um, definitely not the same as teaching in person, but it's been a great way to uh, continue. Um, I, I have a lot of like I've opened myself up to people all over the country rather than just in my neighborhood. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, so it's been a, a learning experience, but uh, a good one so far. That That's awesome. Yeah. The whole social media and online thing. I think we all had to get our minds around that when the pandemic. Yeah. But so you uh, were very clear about being a yoga teacher and that that was sort of your, your direction, your focus. And then something terrible happened you had a really serious accident Reva that in fact you dropped off the social media for a while and I noticed that you weren't there anymore and I wondered what happened and yeah something really major did happen yeah I um I had been in a car accident so I was down in California on vacation it was um right before my birthday so I I also worked in a restaurant so I was able to like my, my schedule was very flexible. So I was like taking a month off for my birthday down in California visiting. And uh, my partner, Michael and I were driving to go see a show up in LA. And it was like kind of near the end of uh, rush hour. So everybody that was kind of congested in this little pocket, um, once it started to break up, everybody starts to like try to dive into the pockets and they're like all changing lanes and it's getting all squirrely. Um, and uh, a van. So in the, in the far left lane, there was like a big van. And in the um, second lane over, there was a motorcycle. And then it was the car that my, that Michael and I were driving in and the white van changed lanes without looking and basically almost ran into the motorcycle guy. So the motorcycle guy, just to basically save himself, switched lanes, like right in front of our bumper, like an inch in front of our bumper. And he looked over his shoulder and started to wobble. And so uh, Michael took us like off of the road in order to not like run him over. And um, we ran into a a eucalyptus tree and um, luckily everyone uh, survived. But um, I was, I, out of the three of us, I definitely um, got the worst of it. So I ended up breaking my back right um, from T12 to L3. So right below the ribs into the upper part of your lower back. And it's like, basically the bendy spot. And, you know, I was really grateful, first of all, to be alive. And second of all, um, to not be paralyzed, because those were two uh, options on the menu. And I basically just felt so much gratitude. And in a weird way, I was kind of excited because I had basically been training for that moment my whole life. You know what I mean? Like I had the tools. I had just gone to like a, a yin training, um, a yin and meditation training like a month before. So I was like really deep into my meditation practice. And that, that really is what kind of saved me. Like, cause I couldn't move. I wasn't allowed to bend or twist or lift anything or um, yeah, I was in like a brace. It was pretty wild, but I was able to, um, you know, start once I could finally get down to the ground, I'd sit down on the ground and meditate when I couldn't do that. I just lay in my bed and I just picture like 
good energy going into the the broken space. I'd picture my body like healing itself. I'd picture my cells like regenerating and um, just like breathe. And I think just like it was such an intimate time for like me to be like in my body and like healing myself and like using all of these tools of, of yoga that I've been learning for like my whole life. You know what I mean? So it was, it was a pretty, yeah. Like you said, um, I think before when we were, when we were chatting, it was like, you understand it on a, on an intellectual level. Like you can read the books and you, you know, believe in the power of meditation. You believe that the body can heal itself. And I knew that to be true, but not through my own experience. So it was really, I think it was probably the best thing for me in a, in retrospect. And like, luckily, because I am, you know, back to my, my full practice, I, yeah, I don't have any trauma around driving. In fact, I'm, you know, living in a van and driving all over the, all over the country. So it's like, I, I really, um, I was lucky to have had yoga in my life before it happened because I had all these tools and I was really grateful to, um, be able to use them. And like, now I can help other people, you know what I mean? Like now, I, I having that true experience, like other people that have just even like normal back pain or like strain or anything, like I can really like tell them how to heal themselves. I can, I can show them things that I actually did that like actually uh, worked for me. So wouldn't want it to necessarily happen, but grateful that it did in, in a weird kind of way. Yeah. You see, and this is the thing that just listening to you talking that it's so interesting because you'd there are two ways of looking at your story. The first one is, God, the life is cruel. The universe is a big no. There you were, all fabulous yoga teacher. You finally had this offering together. You were going to launch online, blah, blah. Uh, and then it was all taken away. It's a terrible thing. It is, life is mean. And then there's option two is it's like the universe almost was giving you more I know this is strange and I because I broke my arm last year and it was horrendous and I didn't know whether I'd ever practice yoga again it was that bad uh you know just by myself let alone teach it um and it was as if I felt it was the same kind of test where I had all the tools also before that moment happened and I had the same thought as you I I I flew into I came off the horse I got smashed into into cement wall and as I sat there on the dirty floor with the horse shit everywhere and and I thought <laughs> that, and I was like thank and I was euphoric I was like mm-hmm. I'm alive oh my god I could have broken my yeah. neck in that instant like you yeah. I could have been paralyzed I could have been dead and and it was like wow this is all fine this is the best outcome right here me in yeah. acne with a broken arm this is fabulous <laughs> yeah like I'll take it like this is so much better. Cause like, yeah, like yoga teacher with a broken back, that's a problem. Like that's gonna, you know, we're going to need to work on that. Yeah. Like paralyzed yoga teacher. Like, I don't know if I could have, they always say, you know, people, when they go through really traumatic things like that, and a lot of people that are like quadriplegic, paraplegic, like they are ending up like down the road, just as happy as they would have been had the accident not happened. So I know that like, I don't know. I don't know what it's like to be in that situation, but I'm glad that I didn't have to learn that, that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's interesting because I broke my black uh, my back right in my third chakra, which is the 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 one that's all about like going and striving and that's kind of how I I was at that time in my life. I was very much 
like very, very much like young energy, very much like going on to the next, like doing this, doing that very much like forceful, like forceful in a way, I guess you could say. And this accident kind of made me like, I had to sit down. I had to chill. I, I couldn't do all those things. I needed to just like bring the attention inward and yeah, I don't know any other way that I would have learned that lesson. So, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it is happens the way it happens sometimes, you know, it does. And I'm really pleased that for certainly for my, myself, but also for you that you chose to, to accept the, the offering and the offering was slow down, stop, take it within, really practice what you know. So yeah, just leave the books aside. And now it's as if the universe was like, okay, you've done the studying, that's lovely. But now you're going to actually believe it. You're going to really, truly live it and know it, not in your head, but you're gonna know it in your heart. And you're gonna get through this experience and you're going to be even more. And I just, I love your story because it's testimony to how when things go wrong, it it's it's more you get more if you engage in that way yeah yeah i mean it it happened again not not much later like with uh pandemic and everything i know it affected everybody on different levels and different ways but i was not only teaching yoga but also waiting tables and um both of my jobs went away and then it was like oh my god my my apartment's like very expensive all of a sudden and um i had had a long time dream like i actually came up with it when we were in bali together and i wanted to um have a van and do like traveling yoga. Like I wanted to drive up and down the the coast or wherever I was going and roll out yoga mats at the park and, and teach classes. And so that whole situation actually gave me the shove to like, like step into a dream that I had always been like, Oh no, I can't do that. Or that's, you know, way too hard. There's no way I can, you know? And so it, I now I'm learning that that is all not true. And yeah, I've been teaching yoga kind of like to different campsites and like, I'll go to like, um, a trailhead where people are hiking and then just like do little classes, um, in the lawn. It's just been really fun. And I'm like meeting people all over the place and yeah, it's just been really, it's, I never would have done it had, you know, but like, like, like you said, like I could have looked at that situation and been like, Oh, my job. Oh, my everything. I've lost it all, you know, and it could have been like a total like thing to be sad about. But yeah, I think that that's kind of what a lot of my yoga training has taught me is how to look at situations with more um, gratitude and more like, Oh, this could be a gift in some way. And, you know, when it gets hard, it's almost like a clue that you're going to be learning and growing and eventually like looking back on this moment, because, you know, everything's very temporary, very, very temporary. So it's like, yeah, it's just very interesting. I'm lucky that I get to look at things the way that I do. Yeah. Well, we learn, don't we? Because I certainly did not look at life in that way at all. I was very much a glass half empty kind of, kind of gal. When you broke your arm? No, no, much earlier. I, I have tended to lean towards pessimism, I have to say, rather than optimism. And my instinctive default position is to reach for the negative. But I have learned through my challenges, through, you know, loss, and through, you know, the universe keeps giving me the the moment. So yeah, it was the arm. And of course, like you said, the pandemic. So here we go again. What are you Mm going to do? And each time, 
it's as if, you see, I picture everybody with a well inside them. And the thing is, everybody has this well, but they don't know how deep it is. And you only find out how deep your well is when you have to reach down there. You, you have to go into the well because you need, you need your water or you need something. You, you need to pull something out. And then mm -hmm. it's beautiful then because you're like, wow, check out my well. It's like really deep, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh my yeah. God, I love that. And, so and, good. and you, you are just this embodiment. And I have visualized you when you put on Facebook these beautiful photos of your van in the desert and you've got your little roll, you've got your yoga mats all rolled up and I can see. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Reva, you're living the dream. <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah, I know. I know. It is. It is really amazing. Um, and it's all to... through hardship, though. It was all through yeah. loss and things being taken away that you got yeah. there. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It's like, yeah. What is that phrase? When life gives you lemons. <laughs> yeah, but it's true, you know, because there's always like the life is going to happen no matter what and bad things will happen no matter what it's just going to kind of be it that way good things are going to happen too but we get to um, decide how we look at them and that really changes our whole world like we could be looking at things through a lens of like lack and worry and fear or we could be looking at through a lens of like opportunity and like abundance and like you know all of the love all the good things so definitely a practice but it is interesting when you go through life experience you're just like oh huh like I really handled that well didn't I like <laughs> as opposed to like you know previous experiences so I think the yoga is working <laughs> yeah you know the, the whole live in fear thing which is where I was for a long time is just rubbish it's just not the way forward at all but um yeah. but one of my favorite quotes is by Sadhguru and he said that the spine is the axis of the universe. And mm. I love that imagery of you look up on the Milky Way and it's this long, beautiful okay. thing, isn't it? And and okay. just energetically, I just imagine our spines, everybody is connected to the universe and you've got this, the backbone. And I was wondering how you feel about the sort of the symbolic spiritual aspect of you breaking your back and then actually becoming much stronger in a way. Yeah. I mean, like I said before, where the place in my uh, body where I broke my back was like literally like third chakra area right below the breastbone on the front side. So on the back side right there. And it was just like such a lesson because I had been in such a striving energy and then was kind of forced to not be. And I was so grateful that I had taken this, like, um, with Sarah powers, it was insight yoga. It was, um, a yin and meditation, little bit of yang as well, but I had struggled with meditating for like my whole entire, like time of knowing of it. I, I really didn't understand that the mind is supposed to wander. And I would just get so frustrated that it was thinking. Um, and I'd hear it uh, hundreds of times from different teachers that, you know, the mind thinks you just bring it back and it's you like not getting so attached to like, you know, freaking out about it or whatever, that is really where you're learning. So I had just like actually learned that for the first time. And so, you know, sitting there with my spine and I was 
moving energy from my tailbone up to the crown of my head, like using my inhale breath to move the energy upward and my exhale breath to move the energy down. And um, if you know anything about the chakra system, so those are all of your energetic centers that live um, just in front of the spine, these little energy vortexes. Um, and so I would just like kind of smooth the channel with my breath and then visualize like healing energy going to the place that was broken. And I don't know, man, breaking your, cause I had spinal fusion surgery. They had to like build a metal cage around my um, spine in order for it to the bones to heal. Um, and then I ended up going in and getting that, the metal taken out, but still like you can kind of feel that the, the, the blockage, like you can kind of feel where the energy is interrupted. Yeah. It's very interesting, but you know, like it is your center channel. It's like, you're, you know, your direct link to Akasha energy, to the, to the universal energy. And it's all like your spine, it's your center channel. I, I, I think that I spent a lot of time learning about the spine uh, before breaking my back, but then really getting like an intimate relationship with her when, when I got injured and then, you know, to be able to heal. That's like so cool to use these little tricks of just moving with your breath and visualizing like anybody can do that. It just takes actually doing it. And so I just had nothing else to do. <laughs> I couldn't really do a whole lot else. So I just sit there and like move my energy. And um, I mean, I, I feel like pretty much like my old self, you know, there's a couple, you know, uh, range of motion things that happen, but nothing that is like noticeable. There's no pain. There's no, um, yeah, I don't have anything I can't do anymore. And more connected to the universe now that you have spent mm. time really focusing on the spine, not just physically, but energetically and then spiritually. It just feels like your alignment is, is on all levels now. And that, that quote about the spine being the axis of the universe, it really is yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is true. I mean, if you think about that idea of like, you know, we're the micro of the macro, like it is, you know, your universal channel on the inside. It's pretty cool. <laughs> well, so, so many cool things to learn and like dive deeper into. That's really interesting. <laughs> I think it's an amazing story, Reva. And um, I'm so pleased that, that I met you in Bali and um, have tuned into your stories as you've developed. And, uh, and I have actually signed up to the 80 hour course with Akasha. Uh, oh, online. cool. Yeah. And I'm just loving it. Just, just oh my gosh. connecting back with our teachers and, and just being now, you know, in the receiving mode rather than the teacher, which is the giving, you know, it's, totally. it's so important to, to be the student, I think, if you're the teacher. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just really pleased that you're part of, of my yoga story. And I just, I, I just often, like I said, when I see your Facebook picture on there with your van and the sunset and the, oh, it's just lovely. And I'm really pleased that Aww. you that you have are now sharing all your learning on all levels to whoever shows up um, on the mat with you. And I think it's uh, fabulous. And my aim is at some point to uh, practice yoga with you again, Reva. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Mina, that would be so great. Um, thank you so much for having me. This was really, it's always wonderful to talk to you. So this was really great. Thank you. Thank and you. I always like really appreciate your support too. You've been um, there for the whole time and it's, it's really awesome. 
<laughs> well, you're very welcome, and I'm sure we'll stay in touch. And thank you for your time, Reva. Like yeah. lots of love. Love you. Bye.